Welcome. This is jazz just the way you like it. My name is Alfonso Severos, and this is my weekly jazz podcast. Playing those classic jazz songs of the 1950s, the 1960s, and the 1970s. Those great songs I grew up on. Also playing jazz to expose a new and younger generation to this very creative art form. Well, folks, we're in February, Black History Month. And uh, this show, this episode, is dedicated to Black History Month. Uh, So let's get things going with a little theme song from uh, Nina Simone. The lady herself, to be young, gifted, and black. To be young, gifted, and black, Nina Simone. Oh, man. You know, uh, 
February being uh, Black History Month, a little bit of history, a little bit of black history, and unfortunately this is not taught much in school. But uh, the celebration of February as Black History Month was first started by Dr. Carter Wilson. You may not know, but Carter Wilson was the second African-American to graduate from Harvard University uh, with a PhD. Uh, and he picked February because it was the birth month of both Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln. The first African-American to receive a PhD from Harvard was Dr. Was, uh, W.E.B. Du Bois. Dr. Du Bois, most, he's not given credit for all his work. His, one of his particular works, The Philadelphia Negro, was one of the first urban sociological studies. And in many ways, W.E.B. Du Bois is the father of urban studies. Uh, and if you ever read The Philadelphia Negro, it is a comprehensive sociological study of an urban environment and population. Well, folks, so a little bit with the history lesson. Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, my man, if it's Black History Month, I got to play him. And this song, you know, I'm from the 60s generation. And the first song I played, To Be Young, Gifted, and Black, takes on really special meaning to me, even more so the last two years. And the reason is uh, my daughter, she exposed me to all these young black folks who are doing creative work in terms of entrepreneurship and computers and application of technology and starting their own business. And it's so easy to miss it because that's not necessarily highlighted in the media. And when we, when they talk about black youth and young black people, it's always in the negative perspective. I mean, uh, she meets weekly with a group of young black techies. Uh, and they're looking to how to maximize their resources, uh, not only for entrepreneurship opportunities, but also to impact the community. So a lot of good stuff going on. A lot of good positive energy with young people who are young, gifted, and black. Uh, in the 60s, this guy, Farrell Sanders, came out with the Creator Has Master Plan. Some people saw it as free jazz. Other people saw it as spiritual jazz. And it was done in such a way you can write into it. You can read into it or you can take out of it whatever message you, you sort of felt. It was neither spiritual or religious for me or my friends in the 1960s. It was more a anthem of hope, of hope. 60s were some difficult times. Let's listen to Farrell Saunders. The Creator has a master plan.
say is excellent absolutely excellent uh that was Farrell Saunders the creator has a master plan recorded in 1969 and 1969 was the well what a year it was the end of the 60s one of the most turbulent decades this country ever had I remember that year I was a senior in college. I'm part of the baby boomers. I didn't graduate in 69. I didn't have enough credits. So I took a year off in 1970. Went away, went upstate New York. Lived up there for a year, worked. Came back, graduated in 71 with my bachelor's. But 69, that was like, you know, the accumulation of everything that came in the 60s before that. My God, the assassination of King, assassination of Malcolm, you know, the Panthers, the Young Lords, the Great Lords, man, SDS, the Weatherman Underground, all the struggles on all the campuses for student rights, black studies program, black history, I remember the undergraduate school I was at. The dean of students told me, I didn't even know the guy knew me. And he told me, he says, Severos, you break one light bulb in this college. I'll make sure you never graduate from any school whatsoever. The guy didn't even know me. Never had a conversation. I was surprised he knew my name. And I was surprised what he had to say, the 60s. Farrell captured all that. That came out at a time. It was, if you listen to this song now, you can say excellent. But if you listen to it in 1969, it was profound, profound. It captured everything we were feeling, thinking, going through, and put it to music. That's the beauty the creator has a master plan. Falsan is on sax. That was Leon Thomas on vocal, along with Lonnie Liston Smith, James Baldwin on flute, Reggie Workman on bass, Richard Davis on bass, Julius Watkins on French horn, Ron Esther on bass, 
Bobby Hart on drums, and Freddie Watts on drums. The creator has a master plan. One of my top four albums of all time. I was going to play A Love Supreme, but I do not have the time to play A Love Supreme because uh, that's another 30 some odd minutes. So, folks, what can I tell you? Uh, I think we need to just reflect, take it easy, and call it a podcast. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy the show. Tune in next time. Share the podcast. Until next time, peace and love.